A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I would go into the bathroom and I take a pair of scissors. During my panic attacks, I would start hyperventilating. I'd start crying, just, you know, going completely for it. Um, and I'd get the shakes really badly and my vision would start going. I had going. arguments with my mum and my mum was starting to get, it was getting worse. Like, it was starting to be picky. It was like I had all this badness inside of me and then, like, if I cut myself, it'd, it'd like, bleed out. And I'd just keep scratching my wrist until I could see blood. It seemed to happen every few months when I'd be feeling really low for a period and then eventually it would just come to a head and I'd just break down. When I was doing it, I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. I would just get so angry and then... I just thought, right, I just need to take my anger out on something. And so I just decided to take it out on myself. It just seemed like such a good thing to do. And like, there's no point in you being alive. There's no point living. There's, there's like, what is the point in being here? Like, you're going to, you know, die at some point. So what does it matter if you die at a young age? And that's when it hit me. Hi, I'm 17. And last year in April, I had depression. I uh, was getting really down about things like exams. I'd have an argument with a friend and it would, rather than you being upset and getting over it within like an hour or being like, oh, we're fine, it would really hit you. And then it would seem more than just an argument. And then little things that don't usually affect you really affected me. And then from that, everything got blown out of proportion. And then rather than thinking about the positives in life, you think about negatives. And all the negatives sort of hit you at once. And then I just absolutely crashed on one day. I used to self-harm when I was in my first year of university. I was in a bad place and it was just like that whole thing of, I'm a fresher and it was like a big new start to my life and it was just a bit of a wild time and I just don't think I ever sort of stopped to sort of process what was going on. My emotions were just all over the place at the time. I just didn't know how to express them. I kind of forgot to look after myself. I just think it all got like a bit out of control and then self-harm was just the way I thought was the way to deal with it. Cutting my wrist was the main one. And then just when I got like angry, sometimes I would just want to punch a wall. But then I'd sort of snap out of it halfway through and be like, what am I doing? Like, and then because I was looking at what I was doing and realizing what I was doing, I would get like more upset. It was in year nine I started, so I was about 13, 14. So it was knowing that the rest of your life is now starting. Do it well or don't do it. And then being kind of outcast and bullying. But I just couldn't handle with everything else. I did the self-harm where I just starved myself. So I lost about three stone in about four months. To the point where I'd stopped eating so much I ended up passing out during school. I've self-harmed a couple of times in the past. The reason I self-harmed was a build-up of just feeling really really low it seemed that the answer to this was just to self-harm it's a way of punishing yourself because you feel that you shouldn't feel the way you do I felt extremely sad when doing it because you know it's not right you know it's not normal to be harming yourself it's a really sad feeling just knowing that it's come to this point where you have to harm yourself 
I was self-harming for a couple of years. It seemed to happen every few months when I'd be feeling really low for a period and then eventually it would just come to a head and I'd just break down. It all started when I was 16, when my a month or so after my grandmother passed away. It was GCSE time and things just... I, I couldn't mourn properly for my grandmother. And I did talk to one of my GPs about it and it just said it's hormones didn't even think it was mental health issues or anything when they told me i had depression i just cried i just remember spending the whole day crying i couldn't stop crying and my mum cried loads um and it didn't really hit me but then when i spoke to someone about it like i found it really hard to talk to someone about it someone said to me the word depression it would hit me like a ton of bricks and i would be like I'm not normal, I have depression, no one else I know has depression, like, what's, what, why me, what have I done wrong? I let it take over and I got panic attacks, and then from that it just, they came to be like a regular thing. It's not something that people talk about and it's not something that people are going to assume that it's happening. It is quite difficult to stop, especially if you're the only person who knows you're doing it. There's no reason for you to tell yourself to stop. You see it as a solution and it's like a temporary fix. My mum just asked me, like, why did you do it? And I was like, I can't say why because I, I didn't understand it myself. I was just in this sort of pit of despair and I just, this was a completely new kind of thing for me. And I thought, right, I need to let someone know. But I didn't tell my parents, which I should have done. And obviously, in the long run, that had consequences. I remember my parents finding out and they both sat on the end of the bed and just cried. And that was horrible, just knowing I'd caused that pain to someone else when all I wanted was to kind of hurt myself. I didn't have it for long. I had about three or four months. Every three weeks, I'd have to go back to the doctor and get an, uh, an extra dose of antidepressants because it didn't sort of work. But I got to the stage uh, where I tried thinking of really positive things where I'd look for things to look forward to, like I'd plan a day out with my friends, I'd plan a shopping trip... I like, plan a phone call because then I'd see the point in waiting till then. And then from those days, I've one day I just forgot to take my antidepressant. And then that regularly started to occur and I f kept on forgetting to take them. And then from forgetting, I realised within, within two months of not taking them, I was like, hang on a minute, I haven't taken my antidepressants for two months. And from that, I was like, hang on, have I got over this? It's not that I want to self-harm, no one wants to self-harm, but it's just thoughts consume your mind and you think it's the right thing to do. I kind of just came to this point in my life where I just kind of snapped out of it and I thought I can either let this sort of destroy me or I can move on with my life and stop doing self-harm because it's not doing me any good. It's getting worse again and I've been recently told in July to go on the new antidepressants which I haven't started yet. You just have the mood and everything. Only side effects are, what is it, gain weight and drowsiness, that's it. People find it hard to believe. They're not accepting of it at the moment. I told my mum once that I self-harmed and I actually showed her the scar. She didn't quite believe it. She didn't know what to say. It's not something she expected me to go and say to her. After the moment that I told her, she never brought it up again. The way she coped was just to ignore it. If it is for attention then there's a reason that person wants attention. 
there's so many underlying messages when a person is self-harming. I think unless you've gone through it yourself, you'll never understand why it happens. Self-harm is obviously a very mind-consuming thing, but I think, as cheesy as it sounds, people need to like realise their inner strength. Nobody knows how strong they are until it comes down to it. That's what I realise. We all go through those dark days, but you got to just see the light at the end of the tunnel, really. Talk to someone that you trust and tell them what's going on. Tell them in the most detail that you can. They really can help you. The fact that you're self-harming is telling you that something in your life isn't right. For me, music really helped me. Listening to lyrics and relating to them and being productive as well. I think people do self-harm as a way to express their feelings, but you could express your feelings in a more positive way by, I don't know, writing a song, drawing a picture, making a video, anything. Like, express your feelings in a healthy way whilst you're waiting for support, I would suggest. It's been a hell of a year for me. It's been a hell of a year. I mean, I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing my best. I know my health is so important. This is advice I give to people. Health is so important. Number one priority, don't give a shit about everyone else. Just say, my health is more important. I don't care. If you want to help me, help me, so be it. I mean, home is not helpful. The situation at home with my mum and everything's getting worse and the arguments and everything, they don't fully understand my autism. They're trying. My dad understands it more, but he's losing his patience. I'm just doing everything I can. Just hoping things get better, really. Now it's better. I have have my boyfriend, but it's still hard to turn to people. If I could give any advice to anyone who's having, you know, change in mood or they think they're getting upset with depression, I'd say the first thing to do is talk to someone who's had it. Because when I got depression, I couldn't talk to anyone who had it. You know, I spoke to a counsellor and they're like, oh, really? You know, they're not very, they're sympathetic, but they, they treat you like a patient. I want someone who's had it who treats me like a friend. Um, so I would suggest talking to someone who's had it if you can, but if not, talk to a really close friend because it's, like I said, it's so hard to explain to someone how it feels. And if you've spoken to someone who's already been through it, they're like, I know how you feel, you didn't have to explain it, and you'd feel that. I spoke to one of my old dance teachers who's still got depression to this day, and she just helped me through it. She was like, go and see your doctor, I'll come with you. We can talk to you about these drugs that I've been on. She gave me a massive like booklets on depression. And from that, that felt really good. I was like, I'm not the only one with it. And even now, loads of my friends have got it. And I've had so many people come and talk to me about it because I'm happy to, you know, talk to anyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 